Oh yeah, everything country, 101.3 KFDI. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> uh, it's Thursday, Friday Eve, woo! What you got going on today? And I don't know what to believe, quite honestly, and I'm not knocking meteorologists, because a lot of my friends clearly are meteorologists. But it's got to be tough this time of year to try and consistently really anticipate and predict any sort of showers and storms and things like that because it seems like they're all kind of getting different information at different times because everything's changing so fast so let's just say it's going to be unsettled there'll be some showers and drizzle possible again this morning some storms possible this afternoon dense fog possibly tonight into tomorrow morning keep that in mind for your friday morning commute a lot going on spring man spring is hard right Oh, and I just started using a new feature, and I'm late. I'm look. I'm late to the party on this, so don't at me. Started using a new feature on my phone, the re- the reminders feature, and I always tell you to do it, but I've never really had a reason to do it, or at least I thought I didn't have a reason to do it. Started using it over the last couple of weeks. Oh, save my bacon. Say, and I I mean I love bacon, so if my bacon needs saving, I want to save my bacon because it's bacon. But that reminders feature on my iPhone, oh, it's my best friend. Because my brain lately is just heading in a million different directions and I can't keep it straight and what's going on. So, love that. One day close to the weekend, what you got planned for the weekend? Maybe doing some fishing. I know you got the women's fair. I'll be there with the doggy fashion show. Firefighters and puppy dogs. Woo! Ladies. <laughs> yes. Firefighters and EMS and and cute dogs. It's like a it's like a living calendar that you would hang up in your in your she shed. I don't know. Is that even still a thing? You don't hear much about she sheds anymore. I'm just tossing that out there. Well, look, we got we got a lot going on today. Going to talk about toilet papering, hybrid workplaces. Got gas madness, of course. More times to hear the key words to text in to win free gas. That's going to happen at 710. So if you use your reminders feature in your phone, set a reminder for 710. Oh, my Lord, Jimmy Allen. Jimmy Allen going uh, to stop by and chat on the phone. And I think he's bringing some goodies. I, I, I've heard tell that there might be some some ways to get into the show, something special that he's planning. So 7.30 this morning, going to chat with Jimmy Allen. Looking forward to that. He is a nice dude and an important dude right now talking about the importance of mental health. So I want to get into that with him. So what are you saying? I mean, come on. There's a, there's a lot happening today. We need to get to it. I'm ready. You ready? Luke Ryan, JJ Hayes, Everything Country, 101.3 KFDI. It is Thursday, uh, and uh, yeah, we're a few days removed from Easter, but this past weekend, I uh, went skulking around in the dark, and I came to the realization that, you know, in my teen, in my youth years, toilet papering houses prepared me to sneak around in the dark and hide eggs for charity for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. We talked about it on the Triple J Ranch podcast with myself, Jenny, and Justin. The Triple J Replay, we're going... We're going egg hunting. Just coming off of the Easter holiday, yeah. we have lots of Easter things to talk about. And I will lead. Okay. I will lead. Uh, I almost fell in a pool. What? Yeah. So uh, 
I'm, Who has their pool open? First I was of all, say, it's freezing cold. cold in Kansas right now. Well, what? Well, here's the thing. Um, raising money for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, one of the things, one of the events we were doing was Egg My House, which Jenny caused some concerns from listeners that I was actually going to go out. And I, th- I did have to field some emails of listeners that were very <laughs> upset that we were damaging and ruining people's properties by no, throwing yeah, eggs yeah, at them. No, just to pl- which I had to respond. Plastic eggs. And explain. With candy. Very in them. thoroughly. Yes. That you weren't. Nobody was going to be injured house. or hurt. Yeah. Or no. You're oh. just planting. Plant, p- placing them and yeah. hiding them in the dark. Not even real eggs, though. Yeah. Like right. fun yeah. Pla- eggs. Fun plastic eggs with top, top-notch top candy inside. Not the, not the cheap stuff. Mm. So uh, hiding the eggs in the dark in these neighborhoods. Some of these neighborhoods are pretty bougie. <laughs> in the dark? In the, it was 12 <laughs> o'clock at night. What are you doing? Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Tw- this, so, this seems problematic. Well, 911. Yeah, was, right. I, it makes me wonder uh, how many ring cameras I uh, I appeared on. But mm-hmm. no, we, we were up at this one neighborhood out by uh, 143rd. And real bougie. I mean, statues and columns and all. Co- wow. Yeah, it was like Bel Air. I was expecting to see Will Smith. <laughs> and so we had directions to this one house, and and they were very thorough. And they said, sure, you can have access to the back of the house, too, if you want to hide them back there. Oh, I'm like, no. sweet. Yes, that's all I needed to hear. So we go to the gate in the dark and unlock it. Now, it's it's paved white concrete up this three-car-wide driveway to the gate, and then the concrete continues to the back of the house. There's no grass. Apparently, the owner of this house hates grass. <laughs> Landscaping. Not his thing. <laughs> not his thing. Nope. So nothing but white concrete. And it's dark. Did I mention it's dark? Right. Yes. So I'm going around, and I'm going around the house in the back deck, and I'm, and I'm putting the eggs up there and stuff, and I turn around, and I go to traverse what appears to be white concrete to the other side of the back, oh, backyard. No. and. Just as I had my step up in the air and I was getting ready to put it down, I noticed what I thought was white concrete was a smidge recessed from the rest of the white concrete. (laughs) And my brain told me, do not move. That's a pool cover. Oh, that would have been a perfect TikTok video. What did it have? Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, so there would have been that. That TikTok video, this would have been playing. Um, Were you wearing like little ninja outfits or anything? No, because also, I think you need like a headlamp. Well, oh, so that, that would have been to, awesome. I know, like it could have been like a covert mission with like a headlamp yes. and like all dressed in black and one of those oh, man. one of those SEAL team like nozzle goggles where they do the <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes. telescope thing stick. You look like a uni- you look like a metal unicorn. Yeah, the Borg. Um, right. Um, <laughs> no, that was the one thing that nobody on our team had was a flashlight. <laughs> I'm like, oh what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> um, they, they, and to answer your question, they said no to the, the all-black ninja outfits because they said, we want to avoid getting arrested. Oh. Absolutely. So so Man. dress like you, you know, at least don't look suspicious. But anyway. Oh, there's um, another TikTok video. Don't be yep. suspicious. <laughs> don't be suspicious. <laughs> I've been watching way too much TikTok. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. I'll just watch a couple of videos. Yeah. Three hours Three later. Three hours yeah. later. Carly Pierce, Ashley McBride, Never Wanted to Be That Girl, Everything Country, 101.3 KFDI. And there's a line in that song. She talks about how the husband or the boyfriend, the husband gets home and takes a shower, takes a, and she spends the next 30 minutes going through his phone. What man, what man's taking 30 minutes shower? I never, I never, I never taking a 30 minute shower. Just saying. All right. Uh, 2022, one of the things trending is uh, the hybrid workplace. And I love having a hotline to, um, my friends at Google and their technology experts, Andrea Willis with me now. Andrea, uh, first and foremost, as we talk about hybrid workplaces, I have to know, kind of a personal question, uh, how many how many Zoom meetings and video conferences have you attended 
in like shorts and sleep pants on the bottom and professional attire on top. <laughs> you know, I feel like, you know, over the last couple of years, it's been a lot of just kind of hybrid attire as well. So the nice shirt, uh, we can all, I think, relate to that. Sure. All right. We're going to get into fashion as well because that's important as we get back into the office. But hybrid workplaces are trending uh, in 2022. In simple terms, what does a hybrid workplace mean, Andrea? A hybrid workplace means that there is a mixture of time in the office and time at home. So a lot of employers are asking people to split their time to give them flexibility. So you have work days from home and work days from the actual office space. Right. Okay. So uh, because I do some production at home and my podcast at home, I guess that kind of makes me a part of the hybrid workplace workforce. But that part's easy for me. Now, others have a much more demanding situation. So what kind of tools can Google offer to help people get comfortable with a hybrid workplace? One really good thing that people can do is to add their work location into their Google Calendar. So you can say whether you are working from home or working uh, in the office, and then people will know how to help schedule you. So, for instance, within Google Meet, you can use the hand raise function, polling functions, breakout rooms. All of those things help us to feel like we're still together and interacting, even if some people are in the office and some people are working from home. So the tough part about working from home sometimes is, and let's be honest, getting out of bed. I mean, you got the cat, the dog, the big favorite, (laughs) the comforter. I mean, look, that struggle is 100% real. So help us out. Let's build some best practices just to get us into a good routine. Yeah. So as we have to adapt to a more regimented schedule, the Google Assistant is really there to help you. Technology continues to be our friend as we transition into this hybrid environment. You can set uh, an alarm. So when you do, you have the cat and you're struggling to figure out what to do, you have your alarm telling you, okay, it's time to get moving. You can put your calendar into Google Assistant. It can give you really helpful reminders. Yeah, really use really use those routines, even stuff like the weather, and you can get a news update. I mean, in, in, in a short amount of time, once you're out of bed, you can know, know everything you need to know from what you're going to wear to what you're going to be talking about at the office as far as like pop culture and news stories, right? Definitely. You say, hey, Google, to uh, your a device that has the Google Assistant on it, tell me the weather, you know, tell me today's headlines, and you can get all of that repeated to you as you're going about your day, getting ready. So that's really useful uh, because you don't have to necessarily stop and just focus on that. You can sort of multitask as you get ready to start your work day. Okay, so we've achieved getting out of bed. We've had breakfast. We're ready to get dressed. Help us so we don't walk into the office looking all 2019. What are some of the trending fashions? Yeah, so everyone is Googling what to wear back to the office. Something that's trending right now is how to style sweatpants. So we have all loved the comfort of home, but we're trying to figure out how to make it look professional. People are also searching for comfortable office shoes. They're searching for where to get their nails done. Um We also have a really helpful feature called Google Lens. So, for instance, if you see your friend wearing a great pair of shoes or a great suit jacket, you want that as well for your wardrobe, you can take go to the Google app, click the camera icon, and take a photo of it, and it'll show you either that exact product or object or something similar so that you can find it for yourself. 
probably a lot less awkward if you snap a picture of somebody you know rather than trolling someone you know on the bus or the or or, or the the subway and taking pictures of them that's a little weird right and the star spangled salute is brought to you by ideal feats try a pair of pain relief and live your best life with ideal feet and today we honor and salute veteran aaron randall from wichita as a kid randall was always working on cars, fixing things. He knew at an early age he wanted to join the military, but he was hoping he would find a place in the military that allowed him to still enjoy his passion of fixing anything and all things on wheels. At the age of 28, Aaron found himself joining the, ar- uh, joining the Army, and he would be uh, a recovery specialist, or as Aaron put it, a tow truck on tracks. One of his favorite things to work on was a tank. Aaron said he just viewed it as a big Tonka toy. Aaron said being in the Army was great for him. Thank you, Aaron, for your passion for, fi- for fixing things, and thank you for your service. Stories at KFDI.com and on the KFDI app. Maddie and Tay, die from a broken heart, everything country, 101.3 KFDI. Tomorrow, Friday, Yappy Hour, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka, Vodka for Dog People, another adoptable dog from the Wichita Animal Action League, another foster, talking about the good things Wall does in our community for our furry friends. I'll introduce you to another recipe another cocktail recipe that you can make with tito's handmade vodka going into the weekend maybe you're already familiar with it maybe it's something you hadn't had in a while maybe it's something new that's what it's all about that's the happy hour we've done it three times this will be the fourth time you want to find out more about it go to kfdi.com turn this off lights camera action that's entertainment and the watch list brought to you by twin peaks you're a fan of twin peaks right join the e-club score free stuff twinpeaksrestaurant.com or search peaks club Johnny Depp testified that Amber Heard was responsible for his substance abuse. You can catch that testimony on the watch list at KFDI.com. The animated sequel, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, has been pushed to summer of 2023. Rumors flew months ago when The Masked Singer was being filmed, and it turned out to be true. uh, Rudy Giuliani was unmasked last night, and Judge Ken said, you know what, I'm done, and he walked off stage. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Affleck? Affleck? Affleck! Um, Matt and Ben teaming up on a movie about Michael Jordan and Nike. And Andy Serkis is bringing a new animated version of George Orwell's classic novel, Animal Farm, to life. Can't wait for that. Put this on your watch list for tonight's season two of The Flight Attendant, now streaming on HBO Max. Thursday means BattleBots on Discovery. Uh, The animated movie, the Bad Guys, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Pedro Pascal and Nicolas Cage, and The Northman, all new at the movies today. And if you like true crime, go over to Oxygen and check out, I love this title, and check out Buried in the Backyard. Cut. Long, hot summer, everything country, 101.3 KFDI, 630. Something cool happened to Keith Urban uh, while he was... Uh, fulfilling his duties as one of the judges on the Australian version of The Voice. That's coming up in the Country Music Minute here in just a second. About an hour from now, I'm going to be chatting with Jimmy Allen. This is my first time chatting with him, and I am so looking forward to this. And I have heard rumors come down from a boss who talks to Jimmy's people that there might actually be a, a gift for you, a chance to win something special at the end of this interview. So, 7.30, I don't know where you're going to be, but you need to be listening if you're a Jimmy Allen fan and you want to get into tomorrow night's show and maybe get a little something, something, a little something extra. So, that's because cause, cause that's what we do. I'm, I'm, I'm like guacamole at Chipotle. I'm extra. Now, also coming up at 7.10, Gas Madness. That's right. 
more times that you need to listen to hear the keywords to text them in to win free gas. There's a lot happening in the next hour. Just go ahead and put your phone on Do Not Disturb and tell people, oh, I'm busy. I'm busy. Don't call me. Country. Country. <laughs> Country Music Minute brought to you by White Eagle Credit Union, making dreams come true for 87 years. That's a long time. Reba announced she is working on a new book made up of career stories, lifestyle tips, and drink recipes. Yes, please. And she says, you, the fans, will love it. Grand Ole Opry launching their The Opry Loves the 90s Experience. You can check out the next time you go to Nashville. It's running from May 16th to the end of the year. Remember when Dolly Parton said Taco Bell needs to bring back the Mexican pizza for the good of all mankind? Oh, she said something like that. In my head, that's what I heard. Well, she's not taking credit for it, but Taco Bell just announced that the Mexican pizza is coming back and it's here to stay. 2022, that's a win. A contestant on The Voice in Australia surprised Judge Keith Urban with a song that got the chairs turning, and the song was about Keith Urban's songs. It was kind of cool. And Mitchell Tenpenny has a wedding to plan, a new EP, and he talks about how the EP should be experienced. The order of the EP is very specific. It kind of goes through my life. It goes through a lot of uh, emotions, you know, all the way to finding the one, the one for the rest of my life. And I hope that uh, you can just start it from the beginning and listen to it that way. Create your own motion picture in the mind, if you will, and uh, enjoy the low life sessions the way it was intended. And then once you find your favorite song, of course, you can go listen to that track. But uh, it's it, I wrote it kind of as a movie, as a cinematic element. So go check it out that way. Keep the country on all day. More country music news at KFDI.com and the 101.3 KFDI app. Zach Brown Band, homegrown, everything country, 101.3 KFDI. Yes, 710, like less than 30 minutes from now. The times you need to hear the keywords to text in to win free gas with Gas Madness. I got you around 7.10 this morning. Catfishing. It's one of those... No, I'm not talking about, you know, actual fishing poles and bar-ass hot dogs. No, catfishing, like social catfishing. Like, you're getting fooled. It happens a lot. We've all seen... you seen Tinder Swindler. If you have not seen Tinder Swindler, you got to go watch Tinder Swindler. Just bananas. So... I had a chance to have a long conversation with David McClellan, who started socialcatfish.com. I'm going to put the full interview up on the web on KFDI.com and on my Facebook page a little after 7 o'clock. It's worth a listen. But we got into a lot of things. But, I mean, honestly, you have to, you have to start with you know, how does this happen? The Internet is the wild, wild west. I mean, you can pretend to be whoever you want to be. Sure. Catfish, the TV show had just come out. And we're like, you know, there's really not a service to allow people to verify other people. What I didn't know going into this is that majority of catfishing, we think of it, we see, you know, catfish, the TV show, we think of it as innocent, but most of it um, involves scamming. Right. And so, you know, we quickly realized that, you know, over a six-month to a 12-month period, you know, we are answering customer phone calls on our own and talking to each of these people, which allowed us to build software and tools over the years. And so there's probably nobody else in the world that deals with this more than we do other than maybe the authorities. Um, you know, we have millions of people that come to us, you know, every single month. You know, we help out, you know, hundreds of thousands of people every single year. We produce a lot of content to educate people, you know, about these scams. You just can't be too careful. Now, I mean, what's involved here? And you don't have to go through the entire process, but I mean, how do you have the ability to verify whether someone is real or not? Yeah, so um, most people have, you know, what we call footprints online. So, you know, whether it's 
you know, social media or an email or, um, you know, pictures, you know, a lot of times people use the same, you know, usernames. And so, you know, there's like most people, even if they're not super public, have some public information, whether they have a LinkedIn account or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whether they've been in online chat rooms. There's also additionally, you know, just public, public records with phone numbers and emails and addresses. So we take all that information, we put all these footprints together to validate if somebody's real or not. And so, you know, with pretty high certainty, we can determine, you know, if somebody's, you know, being fraudulent and not being forthcoming about, like, who they are or, you know, somebody's actually a legitimate person. Right. You know, the thing that amazed me about Tinder Swindler, and I found myself almost yelling at the television, when, <laughs> when, when that young lady was first asked for money by this guy who apparently was the son of a diamond, you know, um, millionaire, billionaire, I mean, why didn't he ask daddy for the money? That was the thing that kept on popping up in my head. And, and you know, love makes us kind of blind at times. So let's go to Kansas. Kansas ranks 18th on the catfished state list. The average victim losing just over 30 thousand dollars i mean that's a that's an annual salary for a lot of people yeah absolutely and what's what's terrible about these types of scams is they're not just you know a one and done type scam and we all say we all see that you know these shows and we're like oh like how could they just hand over money you know these people are groomed over a period of time mm. and so you know the the part that you know we don't see a lot of times are the hours that these scammers spend grooming these victims and so it's not just you know getting on a phone call or meeting somebody or you know, um, emailing back and forth. It's, you know, hours and hours and hours of chatting. It's when you wake up, they're like, hey, good morning, babe. How are mm, you? Yep. You know, when you go to bed, it's like, good evening. You know, like, have a good night, have a good rest. And they're there all the time, and they're spending hours and hours and hours grooming these victims where they have their guard down. They also typically have a backstory. And so, you know, we say, oh, why can't you ask daddy? Why can't you ask whoever? And they usually set that story up. They say, you know, somebody's you know, deceased or, you know, they don't talk to their family anymore mm. or they don't have this person in their life. And so when it comes time to asking for money, you know, you realize, okay, well, they don't have anybody. I'm the only person they have because I'm also talking for hours and hours every single day. Brandon Gilbert, Bottoms Up, Everything Country, 101.3 KFDI 726. Let's get right to it. KFDI, good morning. Hello, man. It's Jimmy Allen here reporting for duty. <laughs> Jimmy Allen, welcome. I appreciate you taking the time to chat. How you doing? Doing good. Watching my daughters run around the house and throw diapers everywhere while I try to get ready. <laughs> oh man, you know what? I, l- I love that. I'm I'm I just had a granddaughter born. She's uh, almost five months old. And uh, congratulations! Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's uh, it means a lot. Um, you know, I started off by asking, "How are you?" I think that's a hugely important question we can ask anybody these days, and it ties in a lot to what happened recently as far as you releasing that untitled song about your mental health. Going to get to that in just a second, but I got to tell you, your take on Tom Brady was so on point, right on the money. I was rolling when I saw that on TikTok. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Yeah, Tom got home with them kids. He was like, mm, yep, yep, I don't want to do this. I yep. don't play football. But 100%. 100%. Zero out of 10. Do not recommend. Where's my football? Yeah, because he had no excuses. She right. couldn't, he couldn't be like, hey, I'm going to run to the store. I got a meeting. She's like, meeting for what? You're retired. <laughs> These kids in your meeting. Yeah. For what, Tom? <laughs> and then uh, she probably started giving them like uh, house chores. He's like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm out of here. This is not for me. All right. So your untitled song that you just dropped a couple days ago about mental illness, you use words like love me for me and faking it. First of all, thank you for being brave enough and transparent enough to remind us about the importance of taking care of our mental health. Oh, man. I got diagnosed with a bipolar disorder when I was 13. You know, it's one of the things where 
you know, every day, you know, sometimes you wake up in a good mood, sometimes you don't. Depending mm. uh, on if I take my medication or not. And, but my medication kind of takes away my creative vibe. Right. So in order for me to be me, who Jimmy Allen is, people expect to see, you know, spontaneous, charismatic, creative. That happens when I'm off my medication. But the risk of that is the other thoughts that creep in sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Valuing self-worth, trying to find purpose. Thinking you're not worth anything, mm. and it's crazy. Like mm. you know how you know you can contradict yourself. And I remember so I wrote this song a little bit ago in the bathroom where I recorded it. You know things were going well in my career when I wrote it. In my head that day, I couldn't figure it out. It's like a constant battle, mm. you know, um, where it really feels like you're torn between the Bible and taking pills to get high. Yeah, to feel normal. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I just felt impressed that day to share. You know, because um, I feel like a lot of times our struggles that we still struggle with can remind other people that they're not, you know, that they're not by themselves. Right. And while you're trying to get better every day, other people realize they're all everybody's trying to get better together. Yeah. Um, because my father was my person when he was alive. I could really not really take medication because he always found a way. We had this connection. He always knew what to do. He was on the phone. I would go to Delaware a lot. And he was my center. He was sent to me. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and people are like, well, can you find that in somebody else? Like, no, you just can't. It's, I don't know what it is, but he was my person. Yeah. So ever since he died in 2019, it's been really rough. And I watched the Kanye documentary. Like, I met Kanye before. We were talking about um, uh, and his cousin and all that stuff. And when I was watching the documentary, you saw it. You could see the relationship that Kanye had with his mother. And his mother was the person that kind of really centered him. So that's kind of what my father was for me. But I, I just noticed a lot of people struggling. And, you know, mental health is something that we don't really talk about too much. You know, we talk about cancer and all these other diseases. But mental health is a disease as well. There's a way to go about it. There's a way to help each other. I, I, I don't want people to not be ashamed of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you mentioned real quickly, um, you know, the real Jimmy Allen. Who is who is the real Jimmy Allen? Give me an idea. You mentioned a couple words like spontaneous and creative, but dig a little deeper. Yeah, so Jimmy Allen, the entertainer that people see, is spontaneously creative. But James Allen, the person I am, I'm actually the total opposite. I'm what you call a in, introverted extrovert. Okay. Um, you know, I have the most fun when I'm not around a lot of people, when I'm fishing. Whether it's just, just me or like one or two people watching movies. I go to theater a lot by myself and watch movies. Nice. Like I would like go theater hop. So I get there at 11, watch one movie and watch another one and watch another one. Now I used to theater hop without paying for the movies, but no. now I actually pay for them. <laughs> I hate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> when I was broke, man, I'd get there at 11, watch one, right? And look at this theater, the schedule online and just jump to another theater real quick. But now it's to buy tickets for all of them. You know, sometimes I spend like eight hours at the theater. And yeah. I love going to the movies by myself. Um, I think that's super important. It's fun, man. And I just like chill, you know, hanging out in, in Delaware. I just like to go to Moose Lodge and hang out with a lot of older people and sit down and drink beer and hear stories and stuff. And that's James. You yeah. know, uh, Jimmy and James are two completely different people. And it's like a constant battle between the two the more i the more I, I i listen to you talk the more i feel like we we are are just related somehow because i had this friend this old friend of mine john graham he was live old neighbor lived right next to me he was a tail gunner in a b-17 and i love listening to him talk I, I love old people's stories man i could just listen to them talk all day mm-hmm. Same. yeah you learn so much from them man. yes like yes it's about life you know you learn from their mistakes <clears throat> A lot of times, there's so many situations that we're walking into in life that they've been through. Yes. You know, and I'm not saying every situation will be the same, but you can be prepared. 
yep. and you have different options how to handle it, kind of like you've been there before. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. But you've been there before through their through their stories. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So when a young man like Mike Parker comes along from Idol. And he says something like, mm-hmm. you know, he ma- he says something like, Jimmy makes me feel like there's a place in country music for me. How does that make you feel? Man, it makes me feel great. You know what I mean? Because I, I tell people it's not about race. It's not about gender. It's not about none of that. I said, it's about everyone who had the career we had because we were inspired by somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the biggest thing with, you know, all my struggles and stuff that I went through and kept going. If I would have quit, what about Mike Parker? Right. Well, a lot of people like Mike Parker that see me that I'm the person that motivated them. I'm the person that inspired them. Yeah. What happened if I would have quit on the dream or the, the the desire that the passion that God put in my heart? Yeah. If I would have quit, these are all the people that I've inspired. Would they have found someone else? Yeah. Or would they have not found someone else to inspire them? And I get letters from people with all different skin colors and whatever, whatever, saying I inspired them. I'm like, man, if I would have quit, what would have happened? And hearing stories like that from Mike and other people I meet, you know, it definitely validates, you know, my career choice. It gives me purpose on days where I feel uh, useless. Sure, sure. Days I feel like I'm not doing anything worthwhile. Yeah. Um. So it was... Uh, it was great, man. That's another reason why I got so emotional. Look at all the people that inspired me from Matchbox 20 to Charlie Pride to Bears Rucker to Aaron Tippins to Bono from U2. So many people. Even my favorite actors like Will Smith and Tom Hanks. Let's stay on the whole connected thing. And I love your, your, your open vision you have of how connected we are and should be. I think For Love and Country on Amazon is a must-watch, in my opinion. How did that whole project come about? Someone reached out to me, to my team from Amazon, and was like, uh, I'm trying to put this thing together. Would Jimmy like to be a part of it? Because I, I wanted to tell my story. And anytime I hear anyone say, when they say, man, it's hard for whether it's women, people of color, or whatever, 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 and music, or in country music, whatever. I'm saying, okay, life has obstacles, man. Yeah. And I wanted to say, that's what I wanted to say. I said, obstacles don't control your work ethic or the quality of music you put out. Right. And your cultural background, your gender, your sexual preference is not an excuse to have bad music supported. Right. It's not. Right. When the, when, at the end of the day, we're in the music business. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, was, I said on there, focus on the music the music business make great songs great songs no matter who it's created by always gets to the place where it needs to be you know what i mean and i don't get wrapped up in obstacles wonder why i chose this genre of music so i can't choose a genre of music i can't choose my job then complain about the obstacles that come in my job right on everybody has obstacles you know what i'm saying yeah i feel like we should just focus on the music you know Make great music, you know, and then you fight for great music, and great music always gets heard. And I tell people, whether it's radio, they say there's a song on radio don't play. Okay, cool. Maybe that song finds its way on TV, right? Or finds its way through streaming. Right. You know, great music always gets found. Great example, Casey Musgraves. Yes. A lot of stations don't play Casey, but guess what? She's selling out arenas. How? Because her great music found a way to connect. And she's so good, man. That's what we gotta understand. It's not about having every avenue 
grab your music and support it because maybe the type of music you have doesn't fit their core listeners and that's not nothing personal right. it's a business but just because one group doesn't support you it's not an excuse to stop and Casey did she found her way yeah okay. you know and it's like just again you focus on there's so many examples of focusing on the music you know and people and People say, well, I need to have X amount of followers. I said, no, you don't. When I got my record deal, I had 2,000 followers on Instagram. Me and my label focused on making great songs. How'd you, how'd you get your career? I said, honestly, country radio. Yeah. Nobody knew who I was until country radio started playing my music. Yeah. So I was born and raised and bred and became the artist I am today in country music. Yeah. We all have different ways to get where we're going. So if you focus on the music, the, the music will find its way. Whether you get, you know, discovered through country radio, discovered through television, discovered through streaming devices, discovered through social media, whatever, you still get to where you want to go as long as you focus on the music, keep a good attitude, and uh, don't quit. You know, so that's kind of what I wanted to say purposely as a black man in country music. Right, right on. And I wanted people to say, hey, this is Jimmy saying, focus on the music, nothing else. Yeah. Because no matter what, again, you're from, no matter where you're from, what your skin color is, what your sexual orientation is, people can sense authenticity and they can sense a fraud. Yeah. So all you got to do is live your life, be the person you are, make the music that you want to make that's great, and be honest with yourself about the level of music you're creating. And it'll all work itself out. It always does. Yeah. <clears throat> most yeah. people, it doesn't work out for most people because they quit right before they break through. Mm. You know, most people aren't built for success because they're not built for the struggle. Yeah. And it's the struggle that prepares you for success and how to handle it. And that's just what I think. I'm wrapped. <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging on every word. You're, you're, you're preaching some gospel there. I appreciate you. Now, speaking of your music, uh, Tulip Drive, a uh, very personal album for you on there, one of the songs, Down Home. In the video, you're doing some fishing, and you mentioned fishing earlier in this interview. When was the last time you really went fishing? Man, it's been a couple months. Yeah. I was in Florida. Cause I'm not a big lake fisherman. You know, they got lakes and stuff in Tennessee, and I can't really get down with no. lakes. Yeah, I, I grew up ocean fishing. Yeah, same here. I grew up in, the, in southern know? Maine, and I grew up catching ocean fish. Oh, yeah. So I'm actually going... I'm going back to Delaware next week. I'll be doing some uh, doing some fishing in, fishing in Delaware. But yeah, in that video, that place I was fishing at was uh, me and my dad's favorite spot uh, nice. out in this canal nice. in Delaware. It was a good trip. And I wanted to, um, so everything in that video was a, was a real place. Like the house I was sitting on was the house I grew up in nice. in Delaware. The baseball field was where, you know, my dad taught me how to play baseball. The guy in the video, the only other person, my friend Nick, we've been friends since I can remember. Sure. You know, we're like six or seven, and we met actually on that baseball field. You know, the, the restaurant where it started is this place on the boardwalk on the Holy Breeze called Gus and Gus. And that's where me and my dad would go get a cheesesteak after every fishing trip. Nice. You know, so, uh, and, and Tulip Drive is actually the name of the street my grandma Betty lived on, Louis Delaware. Betty is the one I named, you know, Betty James Gold Edition after. Yeah. Yes, sir. And every show, you see that purple scarf hanging out my pocket. Yep. That was her scarf that she wore every time we went. Nice, nice. Uh, my uh, my late wife Michelle, her favorite color was purple, and oddly enough, uh, since her passing, a lot of the streetlights here in Wichita have turned purple, and they keep on trying to fix them, and then more yeah. streetlights turn purple. So I, I I love the color. I love it. I, I love the color purple. So uh, I can appreciate hey, that's and that's Michelle. That's her telling you, hey, I'm here. Yes, sir. I see you. Yes, sir. 
All right, so you're playing the Orpheum Friday night. We're excited to have you here in town. Aside from the music, uh, i got to tell you, I love your style, dude. Uh, every time you come on stage or on the red carpet or appear on TV, you got a different flow going. And uh, me, I'm kind of built that same way. Back in the back in the 90s, I was into the Z Cavaricis and some crazy outfits. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, watch out. Those parachute pants, they were my thing. Yeah, I love it, man. You know, because I, I was a big fan of Arab country music and guys used to wear those needy suits with the dazzle and stuff all over Yes. That stuff was fine, man. And for me, for me, fashion is just another extension of entertainment. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So that's why I can't wait for, like, I look forward to award shows and red carpets. And even my shows, you know, on stage, I try to, you know, wear something different. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, that's me best represents, you know, who I am. And I love I love having fun with it. What's, what song is on repeat right now on your playlist? Right now, it's this writer in town named Emily Wiseband. She did this pop project. But she writes a lot of country songs for a lot of people. But man, she put out an album called Identity Crisis. Mm. And she has this song called Help It. And I can't get enough of it. Okay. And the song is just about how a lot of times we self-sabotage. You know, we tell ourselves that we don't deserve the greatness in our life. You know, we tell ourselves that how many times you see so many relationships where people walk away from people that treat them the way they should be treated because they don't think they deserve it. Right. And I can't get that song out of my head. Nice. It's so freaking good, man. All right. I'm going to have to go listen to that. It's so good. That and Carly Pierce's 29 album. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, and I'm a classic guy, so I always, I'm always rocking some sort of Matchbox 20. Sure. Whether it's their last record, North, or their first record. Uh, you know, you, you talk briefly about, uh, you know, identity crisis and, and the message you were you were picking up from that. It reminded me of a book I read once uh, called Outwitting the Devil, and the big message they put through that was, mm. you know, the two biggest success killers are fear and self-doubt. Yeah. You know, and... A lot uh, of times, when it comes to success, we, we stop ourselves. We're, we're yeah. in our... We're in our own way. Yeah. Hey, uh, can you do me a favor? Can you and Willie Jones and Breland do a song together? Because I'm telling you right now, that would be fire, and I'm here for it. Oh, man, we'll do. I love those boys, too. Those are my guys. Jimmy Allen, you made a lot of time for me today, and I appreciate you very much. And uh, looking forward to you uh, bringing the bringing the heat, bringing the <clears throat> bringing it all Friday night at uh, at the Orpheum. It's going to be a great show. Tickets still available, and uh, we look forward to you uh, coming to town. Man, it's going to be great, man. I uh, my friend Cam Bedell, one of the guys I wrote down home with. I wrote it with Cam Bedell, my bass player Tate Howe. His brother, his brother is actually the drummer in Lanco. Oh. And my friend Ryan Ball. Right well, Cam is actually going to be at that show in Wichita because he's from there. Right on. Him and his family are from there. So it's going to be a great show. Uh, I appreciate your time, and I appreciate the, the support, not only from my music, but other artists as well. Jimmy Allen, Friday night at the Orpheum. Oh, yeah. KFDI, hi, who's this? This is uh, Lynn. Lynn, you're caller 10. Yay! Lynn, you are in to see Jimmy Allen, little VIP treatment before the show. Congratulations. Thank you so much. KFDI, hi, who's this? Bobby. Bobby. Bobby? Damn it, Bobby. How can you get in to see Jimmy Allen if you don't have any VIP tickets? Well, Bobby, you got VIP tickets. Yeah! (laughs) I don't know whether you watch... 
you know, King of the Hill or Hank Hill, and that was a terrible impersonation. I apologize. But still, Bobby, congratulations. VIP treatment for tomorrow night's show at the Orpheum. Now, Dean, Trouble with the Heartbreak, Everything Country, 101.3 KFDI. And I'll tell you what, that Jimmy Allen show tomorrow night is going to be so good. Uh, Neon Union open up for them, and they're like my new faves. Neon Union is so good. Go look them up on uh, Spotify or YouTube, wherever you get your music. Man, that duo can just... It's going... it is going to be a good hype band to get you warmed up for Jimmy Allen. I'm going to tell you that right now. So if you've never had a chance to experience Neon Union, you are in for a treat tomorrow night if you are going to that show. Uh, 7.45, let's go ahead and do lunch line. I'm going, to, um, I'm going to play the first part of a lyric. You are going to hopefully successfully sing the second part of the lyric at 844-436-1013. When you are caller 10, you do that. You get the gift card to Chicken Max. Here's your clue. Ooh, the two of them were just on Kelly Clarkson yesterday. I'll give it to you again. Anything's possible, the highs are unstoppable, it's so uncontrollable, it's crazy. We say we won't, and then we do. What is the rest of that lyric? Let's play Lunchline with J.J. Hayes. How could you eat an entire box of Pop-Tarts and still be this hungry? Get in my belly! Come on! Well, let's not just sit here with our tummies rumbling. I'm eating. That was the best meal of my life. He's going to eat and run, huh? Everything Country. 101.3 KFDI. And Lunchline is brought to you by Chicken Max. Got two locations over on the east side. One there at West Street, and then over at 37th and Mays. Then third one now open, Central and Edgemore. Dine-in, takeout, drive through order on the app, full menu, chickenmax.com. Kelsey, you ready to play Lunchline? Yeah. All right, I'll play the first part. You sing the second part. Get it right. You'll be a winner. Here comes your clue. You're all I want. I never say never with you. Yeah. You're all I want. I never say never with you. Kelsey, congratulations. $25 gift card to Chicken Max, all yours. Yay, thank you. Let's take a trip to the Triple J Ranch. It's kind of like Yellowstone, but not nearly as violent. Huh. It's me, Jenny, and Justin, and uh, Triple J Ranch today. Earlier this morning, we uh, recapped my part of Easter. Now it's time for Jenny and Justin to tell their part of what Easter weekend was like for them. So we had an Easter egg hunt for the kiddos between services. Okay. And um, I was confused because hunt was a misleading term on this one. Okay. All right. Because basically you just looked out into the yard and it was just like we had been like dived bombed by eggs. Like they were just <laughs> like they weren't even hidden. They were just laying in the grass out there. And oh. then it was like game on. It was like we blew the whistle and the kids just like took off like there was no tomorrow. And these kids came back and they had baskets of eggs. I mean like it wasn't like hi I got five eggs. Right. It was like here are my 3,700 eggs that I found in the yard. That's like one amazing. kid had like grocery bags full of eggs. I was going to say like, Noah's out there with a what cart. What is exactly? <laughs> I was like wow Wow, we went big on this one. That was interesting. When you said blow the whistle and kids start running, it reminds me of uh, an Easter egg radio promotion that we did with the community. This was a long time ago. And I remember it was a big field, like a football field okay. almost. Right. And they had sectioned it off. So the first little rectangle, and this is a very large area though, but the first little rectangle was for the little kids. And oh, then behind nice. it was like elementary school kids mm-hmm. and then at the back end was like for the bigger kids sure, sure. so 
the same kind of thing. The little kids were going to get to go first and then, but it was like a, like a race. It was a staggered, staggered start. Yeah, so that no one gets trampled. Exactly. Yes. Except, Except <laughs> the oh, little no. kids went first and they, they go and they, <laughs> and then they basically are tiny roadblocks. <laughs> yes. They stop at the first egg they see. Uh huh. So the kids behind them are immediately wipe out the first line of kids that stop. So all of them are on the ground. So it's kind of like, like a, a pile up. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like a big pile up at the Tour de France when yeah. one bike goes down. It's exactly <laughs> it. I thought of it more like in the Revolutionary War when, when the front line went down. When they were facing off against the British or whatever, so the, those kids are down. The little kids are down. Now the elementary kids have to climb over them yes. to get to their oh eggs, and they're down. And now the high school kids are hurtling the elementary this and the is, little kids. It was not well thought out. This is like that scene out of the movie Three Hundred, where they're at that. Yes. They're, they're at that, 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 that it's narrow exactly what it was. It was chaos, and oh there. And now. Because the elementary kids are on the ground, they're just grabbing any egg they can get because they've lost time. Just climbing the over the lifeless kids, bodies of the little kids. They're stopping where they, wow. nobody. They just stopped at the first egg they saw. Forget the rectangles and all that kind of stuff. And then it was, oh, no. <laughs> it was just random. I'm like the, uh, the parade scene in Animal House at yep. the very end, yep. where yep. people are just running, screaming. Yep. Parents are running out to pick to up their, their kids. Oh, yes. it was insane! To assess all, the carnage. Yeah, all we were missing was like a, a layer of smoke oh, that somebody a, laid down. I would pay money to be in the oh. debrief meeting the morning oh, after yeah. and be like, "Guys, what did we do wrong what this what? time? What should we do differently yeah. next year?" Thankfully, it wasn't the radio station promoted it. We didn't execute the well. That's the wrong oh word goodness. see they should have sent the high schoolers out first yes and in, then yes in hindsight see, like yeah. we didn't even let the high schoolers we just yeah. headed them off with their own bag of candy and we're <laughs> like go. don't even mess with the eggs here's your own candy we're just going to give it to you yes just let it go yeah. how fast can you run will you escape beat the bobcat on kfdi and Beat the Bobcat brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Two locations in West Wichita. And I believe they are open today, sweet Jesus. Go to the one over by Chicken and Pickle and, and you'll get that new car wash smell. Uh, I don't know what the new car wash smell is like, but I, it's it's it's, pur- it's purdy. And your car will look fantastic once you go through on that conveyor belt. I promise you. All right. Rachel. Hi. Rachel, you are from Goddard. For fun, you like to hang with the family, enjoy a nice cold beer. All right, what's your favorite beer? Um, a Coors Light. Nice. Okay. Silver Bullet. Watch out. And uh, <laughs> you like to go to Old Chicago, get you some deep dish? Yeah. All right. Uh, and you are getting ready to start a new job at Brahms. I'm happy for you. That's a good spot. Which location are you going to be at? Goddard. All right. All right. And uh, you are single and ready to mingle, yeah? Woo-hoo! Yeah. What you looking for? What you looking for in a partner? Oh, man. They got to like football, Kansas City Chiefs, and like to... Get beer and wings with me. There you go, wings. Now, are you what's your what's your favorite sauce on your wings? Oh, good buffalo sauce. Okay, so you like it spicy? Yeah, spicy. All right, <laughs> all right, Rich. Well, let's let's focus. Let's focus now. I got you all excited about beer and wings. Okay. I might I might be distracting you. I know. Right. <laughs> Definitely. So you need to focus on what's going to happen here in the next 20 seconds or so, because I'm going to give you a category. I'm going to yell run, and then you'll have 20 seconds to give me 10 things in that okay. category that makes sense. Okay. You do that, you survive, and you'll get the two works level car washes to Tommy's Express Car Wash, okay? Okay. All right. So, t- good. so today, Rachel, I don't know whether you know this or not, today is National High Five Day. Yes. Man, I wish I could give you a high five right now. Right, and here's the thing I was going to share with you. If you look at the other person's elbow when you're giving them a high five, you will never miss. 
No, really. I'm, I swear to God. Are you lying to no, me? No, I swear to God. You try it. When we get up. My mom's sitting right by me. I'm going to test it out. Do it right you now. Do, do it right now. While I got you. <laughs> it actually works. I told you. Look, I'm, look, Rachel, would I lie to you? No. Okay. All right. That was cool. All right. Very good. So take that bit of information with you. Uh, hopefully you survive. I will. Hopefully you survive this so you can spread that little nugget of wisdom around to other people. All right. All right. So uh, we're going to deal with the number five here. In, twi- in 20 seconds, I need you to name 10 things you usually buy five or more of at once. Ready? Run! Okay. Toilet paper, um, chips. Cat food, cat treats, um, socks, um, ooh, water, a uh, case of water, um, oh no, Rachel, oh my god, oh my god, it's so terrible, well, I don't know how she didn't say chicken wings, and she sounds like a girl who could drink more than five beers, but oh well, what are you gonna do, time for the eulogy, please bow your heads. Rachel from Goddard loved her some old Chicago. And there was always a cold beer calling her name. The Bobcat was also a fan of Deep Dish. Although his toppings included Rachel, and that's not the same. To Rachel. Next chance to beat the Bobcat, Friday morning, 8.50 on Everything Country, 101.3 KFDI.